Welcome to the Protrusive Dental Podcast with your host, Jazz Gulati. Hi guys, it's Jazz Gulati here from the Protrusive Dental Podcast and I really should be doing this live right now. Like this would be a, such a great topic to, to have live on Facebook or Instagram to see people's comments and stuff. But unfortunately, the timings don't work out. Right now, the time is 4.15 p.m. and there's like zero audience for me, right? So I'm, I'm pitching this uh, and recording this, uh, you know, just to the camera and I hope you enjoy this. I've, I've just been, you know, one of those things where you just daydream and you, you sometimes get, uh, get carried away. And I thought, you know what, this would make a really cool interference cast episode, which I haven't done ages. So let's roll with it. These are six signs that you are a comprehensive dentist. And I also thought about calling it the six struggles of a comprehensive dentist because every one of these signs I'm going to give you is a struggle. Now, one of the reasons I don't have the time to do this at like seven in the evening or 10 p.m. at night when there's more people in the UK and more of a social audience in the USA as well is because I'm actually during those hours, so busy and focusing on the splint course that I don't have time for anything else at the moment. And the reason it's taken me so long, like up to four years now, and then a live course, and now the finally the splint course going online is that I just don't want this to be the best course on splints you've ever done. I want this to be the best course you've ever done. And that's a very bold thing to say. I never thought I'd, I'd say something like that, but that's the kind of sort of level I'm pitching at. So give me a little bit more time and that'll be out. So that's why I'm unable to, to if, you, if you don't hear from me outside of podcasting, I do apologize. I'm just literally immersed in that. But uh, let's dive into these six signs that you are a comprehensive dentist. Sign number one is that you take your role or you take your job or you take your profession home with you right? I remember when I was in third year dental school, I opened up one of those like dental magazines that you get from like dental protection or something. And there was these um, DF1s or, or, or these dentists that were just newly qualified uh, and they were being interviewed, right? And part of the interview question is like, what do you like most about being a dentist? Uh, and this one lady, a uh, young dentist, she wrote or, or she said, and it was interviewed and documented in this book was, I love the fact that I don't have to take my work home with me. I love the fact that I see my patients and when I'm done, I come home, I can switch off. And at that time, I thought, this is awesome. Dentistry is going to be perfect. I can't wait to qualify and be a practicing dentist because I can just totally do that, right? I can go to work, be an awesome dentist, come home, and that's it. My work is done. No one told me about the lifestyle I'm living right now, right? No one, no one warned me it's something I'm living and sometimes I think, is it, is it just me? But from speaking to more and more of the Petrucerati, of our tribe, okay, people who are like-minded, I'm starting to gather that this is a comprehensive problem. This is a comprehensive struggle. I.e., when I come home, quite a lot of times, I'm doing clean checks. I'm doing treatment plan letters. I'm looking at my photos, planning cases. I'm looking at my photos, critiquing my own cases. I'm looking at my cases and thinking, okay, um, what can I post as something educational, something valuable? So it is by no means a nine to five job for me. And if you're listening to this episode, I doubt it is for you either. Now, I contrast this to my wife, who is a, you know, she's, an, she's a great dentist. She is not a comprehensive dentist. And this is because her role does not require her, does not permit her to be comprehensive. Now, for those of you who know my wife, her name is Sim. She is a community dentist. So if you're unfamiliar with this concept in the UK, we have something called community dentistry. And she sees uh, the most vulnerable groups of patients 
in our country. She sees uh, very highly anxious children and adults. She sees patients with severe medical disabilities. Uh, and these people just cannot be seen in general practice. They need special care. They need special resources, which is just unavailable. They need inhalation sedation. So she is not a comprehensive dentist. It's just a completely different type of dentistry. And she come, comes home and she's just mum mode, wife mode. Uh, she does all the things that she wants to. She's a great baker. But you know what? Dentistry outside of nine to five, like there's zero, right? Other than the odd occasion of doing CPD or CE, like she is someone who can switch off. She's someone who doesn't bring her job with her at home. And you know what? I think it's nice, um, you know, that this husband-wife relationship we have that, I am doing this comprehensive nature, try and work from home as much as I can because I need to, because I want to. And then she is is there and she does so much for our family. Like, uh, so same if, if you get to listen to this, thank you so much for everything you do. But I think that's why our partnership works so well because I think if you're both like extremely comprehensive, uh, it would be a real struggle in how do we fit family life? How do we fit a, a social life uh, around that? So that was just me rambling, having a think. So it's, it's a difference. So you might not be a comprehensive dentist. Now I doubt it because you listen to the producers in the podcast. And if you listen to this podcast, you're probably extremely passionate and therefore you are struggling with these areas that I'm going to list. So I'm going to list five more in a moment, but just reflect on if you're in a circumstance where you're not able to be comprehensive, then that's different, right? That's a different scenario issue. But one struggle for sure that you do bring your work home with you. Sign number two that you are a comprehensive dentist, right? This is when you have had a morning of new patient examinations or a morning of recall examinations and you absolutely hate those days or hate those sessions because they're so mentally draining right? Like I find, and I do find that comprehensive dentists find that it is actually really challenging. Uh, like there's so many emotions involved in a new patient consultation. There's so much active listening to your patient, coming up with solutions to very complex problems. It's not easy. And for me, I'm absolutely shattered. I need to constantly, I need to be constantly drinking, hydrating myself. So... Are you enjoying the Protrusive Dental Podcast? Well, allow me to deliver you even more value. You can now download the iOS or Play Store app for free. Just search Protrusive on your app platform. Now, if you're a true Protrusive and you want to support the podcast, you want to claim CPD for all the listening and watching that you do, you want to get access to exclusive clinical walkthrough videos to make dentistry tangible, as well as a premium newsletter, access to the Protrusive Vault, and the ability to download all the clinical videos and podcast videos so you can view them offline later, you can get all of that for less than 15 tax deductible dollars per month. So what are you waiting for? Download the Protrusive app now on iOS or Android for absolutely nothing. We've worked so hard on this Protrusive team and I know you're just going to love it. Now back to the main episode. If you find that you are really, really struggling after a morning of checkups or new patient examinations, you're probably a comprehensive dentist. That's one of the signs that you're being comprehensive because you're not just saying, hey, Mrs. Smith, everything looks good. I'll see you in six months. You're saying, hey, Mrs. Smith, you're doing great, but I need to discuss with this with you. You have recession, which means that your gum is being now brushed away too hard. And look at this photo of your gum. It's so high. Uh, have you noticed all these crack lines in your teeth? Can we discuss this? Are you having any pain here? Let's have a feel of your joint you have a click on the right side. Do you know what this means, Mrs. Smith? This is when you've got a little disc. Or it's like a hat that 
sits on top of your joint and it moves around and that pops on and pops off and sometimes that creates a click. Do you see where I'm going guys, right? So when you are a comprehensive dentist, checkups can be extremely draining. Not only are you having to do a lot of thinking, you're having to do a lot of speaking and uh, explanation and really trying to give your patient as much value as possible because that's the nature of being comprehensive, right? You're, you're actually diagnosing more. And to diagnose more, you need to apply yourself more. You need to really look for things. You need to be really uh, switched on. You can't just do a fantastic new patient examination and you're feeling lethargic that day. It just won't happen. It'll be a substandard examination. Compare that or contrast that to when I'm doing composite restorations. Now, if I'm doing a quadrant dentistry, and I've got like an hour and a half, two hours booked for a whole quadrant of composites. I am so energized after that session. Like I've enjoyed myself. I've done a bit of artistic work. I've taken photos. Uh, I'm, I'm fine. But give me like three or two uh, new patient examinations back to back, then I am absolutely shattered. So that's a sign that you're a comprehensive dentist. Number three, you have more to say, more to give, and your nurse tells you that you talk too much, right? Part of diagnosing more, part of uh, explaining things to, to your patients more, and, and part of having to just talk so much, and part of having to give, give, and give, and also to, to you know, have the time to take a full series of photos, have the time to, to get pull out the intro or camera, have the time to explain each and every stage. It's difficult, it takes time, therefore, the struggle is that you will not finish on time or, or you'll never finish early, right? You're like, after a checkup or a new patient examination, you'll never finish early or very rarely. More often than not, you're either gonna finish right on time or at least a few minutes late, right? Because you're just trying, you're, you're pouring your heart and soul and just before the patient leaves, you just wanna give them some more information. You wanna give them some more to think about. You wanna give them a little bit more value, right? And it's because you care so much. And I find that when you care so much and you have so much to give, you're very rarely gonna finish early. Number four, you don't earn enough money. Now, I know that sounds kind of weird maybe because if you surely, right, some of you are saying, hey, you know what, if you're a comprehensive dentist, then you're diagnosing more, surely you're treating more, and if you're able to do all that, then you're probably working on a fully private basis, and if you're working privately, you're like, ka-ching, uh, it's, it's not the case, right? I'll tell you a couple of reasons why it's not the case. Uh, firstly is compare the hourly rate of the nine to five single tooth dentist and compare the hourly rate of the comprehensive dentist because the comprehensive dentist is not getting paid for all that planning, usually. The comprehensive dentist is spending all this time to critique his or her own photos, uh, looking through all the different ways they've done some treatment and how they could improve. And guess what? You're not you're not making money. That's not an income generating task, right? And guess what? You're also as the you know the part and parcel of being a comprehensive dentist. You're spending more money. You're buying camera. You're buying loops. You are investing so much money on courses that it's unbelievable. Like if if, if you told a non dentist how much money, how much what percentage of a, of your income you are spending on courses, they will think you're crazy, right? So when you actually add the fact that, yes, you potentially may be grossing more, okay? I'm not, I'm not saying you, it might be the case for some people, but by the time you add in how much money you're investing in courses, your education, your equipment, and the fact that you're working all hours a day and you're available for your patients whenever, wherever, on email basis, then maybe your hourly rate is not as high as it should be. But you know what? It doesn't matter because you do it for passion. You do it because you care. You do it because comprehensive dentistry is more fun than single tooth dentistry. Uh, and you do it because it's part of the bigger picture. Like you'd be miserable. If I told you that I double your uh, income, your annual income, uh, but you'd be a single tooth dentist, you'd probably say no, uh, because you'd have so much more fun being a comprehensive dentist. And that's the sign that you definitely are a comprehensive dentist. Sign number five of the comprehensive dentist is that you will hear 
this from your patients over and over and over again. Like your patients will keep saying the same damn thing to you, right? And this is, this is what they'll say. They'll say, wow, no dentist has ever told me that before. Or they'll say, if, if, that's if they're a positive person. If they're a negative person, they'll say, why hasn't any dentist ever told me this before? So there's two types of people and, and those are the kind of things you get. So the next logical thing is to tackle this, right? Like, how do you, how do you answer this? What's the best way to answer this question? Well, I don't know what the best way is, okay? So I just, I just, I don't know, but I can tell you what I say, right? So what you don't, we never want to throw our colleagues under the bus, right? That's the worst thing you could possibly do, right? The best way that I found to handle it is I smile at the patient and I say, you know what? I love my job so much. I, lo I, you know, I love the dentistry that I do. That sometimes I care more about the patient's teeth than they do. And we just laugh it off, right? It gets a little bit of a laugh and, and it, it just diffuses a potentially sticky situation, right? And it doesn't lead them into negative thoughts about, you know, a different level of care or whatever. So I think that's a, that's a good way. That's how I do it. Let me know what you think. Uh, please do message me. Uh, follow Protrusive Dental um, on the Instagram. And if you, if you like what I'm saying, hit subscribe on YouTube right now. But I've got one more sign for you. I hope you enjoyed that one, but I've got one more sign for you. And this is a funny one, right? Number six, the sixth sign that you are a comprehensive dentist is that if someone stole your tablet or your phone or your laptop, right, they'd be so disappointed, right? They'd be like photos of teeth, like constantly videos, photos of teeth and gums and surgery and, and, and the, the odd screenshot of a, of a lecture or the odd uh, conference slide of the speaker and you're, you're just there at a lecture taking photos, right? They would find your laptop or your phone so boring. And I, I think that itself is a sign that you're a comprehensive dentist. So I hope you enjoyed my little rambling here, Interference Cast, the six signs, uh, the six struggles of a comprehensive dentist. Uh, let me know what you thought uh, and I look forward to catching you in the next episode, which is going to be Ian Buckle talking us through digital occlusion. Mm -hmm.